In the name of Jesus, amen. According to a re recent survey by the National Association of Realtors, I think is how you say it, or realtors, most first-time homebuyers actually desire to live in a walkable neighborhood more than living in a large house away from things. And if you read the survey, you realize that most of the first-time homebuyers desire a sense of place because they don't want to feel out of place in their own home. Now, I'm sure we've all experienced at one time of our life feeling out of place. But have you ever felt out of place even though you know that you are actually in the right place? Let's take, for example, moving into a new home. You know this is the right house. But simply because you haven't lived there long enough, it doesn't seem like a home. Or perhaps maybe landing the, the big job. You've entered you well. You know you're perfect for it. But on the first day of the job, you realize there's still a lot to do. Or, or maybe uh, for some of us, when we uh, won a big championship, we've worked hard to get to that spot, but now we have to realize that we actually have to defend the championship. There's, there's plenty of times in our life where we've worked hard to get somewhere, or we've risked ourselves being in a certain spot, only to realize that when we actually get there, it's not exactly what we thought it was going to be. It's still a struggle. The disciples are in that kind of spot today. When Jesus prays that they would be in the world still. These disciples are going to feel out of place because even though they are not of the world they're still going to be in it. Which for many of us seems to run against our notion of the resurrection. I mean, something does seem out of place when Jesus prays that this world is going to not welcome the disciples, they're going to be hated. I mean, doesn't the resurrection rescue the disciples from a world of inhospitality and hatred? It's been seven weeks since Easter morning, and if you've been keeping track, Jesus now has ascended. This last Thursday was Ascension Day. So it seems that the disciples shouldn't have to continue on in a world that's filled with inhospitality and hatred. I mean, Jesus is back with the Father The thing is, though, is that Jesus has actually prepared his disciples for today. Because over the last seven weeks, we've all read how life in the resurrection isn't easy. But actually, life in the resurrection has a lot of echoes of the crucifixion. 
Now, I know that not everybody remembers the last seven gospel readings, so a quick survey. First of all, Thomas and the disciples interact with the scars of Jesus. Then the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And then the vines are pruned, and a good friend also lays down his life for others. And then finally today, Jesus says, the resurrection life will be precisely in a place that ends up hating you. Which means, for all of us, we'll endure some tough spots in our new life with Jesus. The resurrection life isn't easy. And wherever you are living that resurrection life, there will probably be times where you wonder if this is even where you want to be. Because the question, isn't Easter supposed to be a time of joy and not struggle? Or, Jesus ascended, now shouldn't our life be a little bit more heavenly? Those are always in the back of our mind. But my hope is for you that you do believe that you are in the right spot today, the right place, even though you might feel a little out of place. And like Pastor Bruzik has preached, joy and suffering are not mutually exclusive, but that joy can actually encompass your suffering. And then like today, even though it's after the ascension, Jesus does show up here on earth. See, being in the world is the right place. Precisely when we see that the world is enveloped by a better place. And that is the place that Jesus actually prays for us this morning. When he prays, Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given to me. When Jesus prays that we be kept in his name, we enter into the place where the sufferings are overwhelmed by joy, that pain, where, where pain is transformed by hope, and your sinful past is forgiven into a resurrection future. Being in the name of Jesus means being in the right place all the time, even if you are in the world that hates you. Because even though you are in the world, you are not of the world because you bear the name of Jesus. You are of God. So the disciples this morning are not taken up into heaven. The pain and suffering of this world still exists. And after church today, you're going to go back to the same job. You might not like. You might go back to your own broken family. You're going to go back to the same place. But things will be different because all of that will be enveloped by the name of God, the name of Jesus. Being in the place, that place, in Jesus' name, will mean being close to everything, close to joy. Close to hope, 
supposed to forgiveness, which will mean that all your suffering, all your brokenness, and all your sin will be overcome by the power of Jesus. So having the name means you will not be of this world. Joy will define who you are. And your life will bear a resemblance to our Lord when you give yourself up for another. Jesus' name gives you a sense of place because you'll always be at home with him. And when we are kept in his name, then we will have that sense of place because we are where we are supposed to be. And no matter what comes in life, even the hatred of the world, we will not regret where we are. Because we'll be standing with Jesus. The only way we're going to make it through this kind of world that we live in is when we live it in Jesus' name. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.